Hi, this is Regeline Sabah, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. Today, we are going to discuss e-presence with Mark Galvin. My guest today is Mark Galvin. Mark Galvin is the president and founder of ePresence, LLC, and he is a social media expert with 33 years of business management experience. Welcome to the show, Mark. Oh my goodness, 33 years. That's where all this gray comes from. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? You bet. So, uh, Mark Galvin, as you've already, uh, thank you so much, Gigi, for introducing me. Uh, I'm in Atlanta. I am a, I'm a native Atlantan. There's not many of us uh, around. Uh, I did spend a lot of time in the hospitality business. So I worked at a lot of hotel companies, was stationed in Chicago, spent uh, almost five years in San Francisco. So I did get out a good bit. Uh, I went to 31 different locations all over the country. So I've seen a lot of our wonderful uh, country and did a lot of hotel work. So did that, moved into media, spent some time at a media firm, and then five years ago, actually five and a half years ago, started ePresence, and ePresence is a full-service social media agency. That means that if a company needs to get online and doesn't know how to do that, we can help them with that. We'll help them develop a social media um, a social media strategy and execute all the different tactics to make sure they reach their target audience. A lot of things that go with that. So we'd always like to say we're a full service social media agency. My specialty, my personal specialty that I bring to the table is, is LinkedIn. So I do a whole bunch of work on LinkedIn. I love that we're on a LinkedIn live channel, which is absolutely terrific. Gigi, congratulations for getting that because LinkedIn doesn't give everyone that asks a channel. So Good to good for you, and uh, and I'm thrilled to be here with you, Gigi. Uh, you and I have had a chance to talk a few times, so it's always good to spend time and and I like to just feed off your energy. So this is going to be great. Amazing. Likewise, it's an honor to have you here today, Mark. Now, can you tell us more about your podcast? How is your e presence, which I had the opportunity and the honor to be on yesterday? You bet. So what we do on how's your e presence is we try to answer business questions to create a library on YouTube. So our, we we broadcast to YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. The goal is long-term to create evergreen pro, uh, content that a business person, if they're trying to figure out how can they grow their marketing mission online, that they can go there. That's what you and I talked about. How can you how can you really promote your mission online in a digital format? We have experts come and talk about SEO. We have marketing experts come in. We've had someone talk about branding. The goal is if you go on to, to YouTube and you say how to create a brand, we want our video to show up. And so we're always trying to find people that can come on, talk about their expertise. And it also gives them a platform to create great content for their own channels, as well as we're, we are able to give really good content for our audience so that they're always constantly learning something brand new. Amazing. Now, Mark, what does leadership mean to you? Wow. Leadership is, uh, I think the first word that comes to mind is example. And if you're going to be a leader, you're going to have to make sure, I think that you need to make sure you're doing all the things that you want everyone that you want following you, uh, you want them to emulate you. Gone are the days, as my parents used to use this phrase, do as I say, not as I do. That doesn't work anymore. You can't be a leader unless you are willing to walk the walk. So that's leadership to me. You have to make sure you're willing to make the sacrifices or 
do the things that you want everybody else to do. Otherwise, you're not going to get any buy-in. I love it. Now, why is marketing your business on social media important? So this is a really, um, this is a 30-minute conversation. And I'm going to really try to boil this down to a quick little uh, snippet. Marketing yourself online is extremely important because number one, you can reach the largest audience that is extremely targeted through a digital platform. And there are a lot of places. In fact, I would recommend, Gigi, that you and, and your audience members grab a book called Sell Like Crazy by Sabri Subi, S-A-B-R-I-S-U-B-Y. You know you're looking for the right book when you type in Sabri and it tries to suggest Sabrina, right? Because our, our U.S., you know, our U.S. Uh, spell corrections, don't get that right. S-A-B-R-I-S-U-B-Y. He is Australian. He does a great job of describing the digital marketing space. But there are, you start all the way back uh, at the search engine optimization space where you've got to really make sure that your website is achieving what you want, that you are, uh, that you're reaching your target audience. And you can do that straight through your, straight through the search engines, pushing folks to your website. And what's amazing is you can look at a target market. So let's say, uh, let's give you an example. Let's say a dentist is in, is in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And that dentist would like to find new, um, um, almost said customers, new patients in the Fort Wayne area. Well, that dentist can do that and target all the people in their geographic area, not sending me any type of messages in Atlanta because I'm not going to go to a dentist in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So you can really hyper-target. That's the first part. Then you start to build your brand and you can build your brand with your hyper-targeted audience very specifically. We couldn't do that back in the day before the internet was around. You'd have to print something and you'd mail it to a gazillion people and you hope that it got to your audience. Or you do a TV commercial as an example, if you had a little more money and you're hoping you reach your target audience. Well, digital marketing and your online marketing uh, programs can reach your specific target audience. So that's what you want to do. That's why you should do it. And at the end of the day, it doesn't cost as, cost as much money as, as marketing used to, and it's hyper-targeted. And there's so many pieces to this. And I will tell you, that's why I said it was a 30-minute conversation. If you grab that book by Sabri Subi, you will find he will walk you through it. I just think it's a brilliant book. He'll walk you through all the steps. Do this, do this, do this, do this. And if you follow all the steps and you have people who can execute it, you'll be great. Absolutely amazing. I love it. Now, what does networking mean to you? Boy, what does networking mean? Um, networking means relationships, means building relationships with people that are in your space or uh, going to programs that you're involved in. So for example, and actually there's two aspects. There's the face-to-face -face piece. Well, there used to be face-to-face. -face. There's the face-to-face -face piece. And then of course, there's the online network. So let's talk about each of those. The face-to-face the -face and, and Gigi, you and I met, met at an event in Atlanta. And I, I was a speaker at that event. And here's how I got there, by networking. By meeting people and knocking on doors and asking, hey, is there a way that I can help? Is there a way that we can help each other? And when you do that, you start to find common alliances, ways that you can build that relationship. So great. Did that. 
had a speaking engagement with the, with uh, the program that you were at. And then you and I met because we said, hey, let's connect afterwards. And this is all virtual. So here we are. We're in the midst of this pandemic. We've got a lot of these programs that are happening exclusively online. You can still network with people. Just be open to have conversations. So face-to-face, follow up, find people that are in your space, in your lane, and have a conversation with them. All right, that's the face-to-face. There's probably a lot more we could tease out in that, but let's. that's a good example. The other piece is there's the online network that we need to make sure that we're har- that you're harnessing. And and I like LinkedIn. Again, I said I mentioned before it's my space. You have to remember that LinkedIn works best if you're connected to someone. So, Gigi and I are now connected on LinkedIn. If someone in her audience is looking for somebody that can do social media training or somebody that can that can speak to LinkedIn or somebody that can provide social media management, and they do that search inside LinkedIn, because I'm connected to her, I have a good chance of showing up in that search. Do remember on LinkedIn, when you search for a person by their talent or by search, you're always going to see second level connections first. You have to change that if you want to see first level connections. So if Gigi forgot my name, Gigi, don't forget my name. But if Gigi (laughs) forgot my name and she says, gosh, what's the name of that guy that does social media marketing? And she searches for me, I'm not going to show up unless she says, give me first level connections. But that network is so important online because 65% of people believe that your online digital first impression is as important as your in-person first impression. And that data point is coming from something, coming from a group before the pandemic. I got to feel that number is higher. It's still astounding that just over six out of 10 people believe your online social media, your online digital first impression is as important as your in-person first impression. So make sure that's robust. Make sure it represents you well. If it's out of date, get it up to date because it is your first impression. And that is another place that you can network. Build alliances with people. Don't be afraid to meet somebody new. Gigi and I have never met in person. Gigi, we need to solve that one day. Gigi and I have never met in person, but we have had now, this is our fifth, maybe sixth conversation you can build alliances through a network that's just exclusively online. It's pretty cool. I love it. Networking truly matters. Now, Mark, can you tell us more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life and in business? Oh, major challenge in life. So uh, I will tell you, I've been blessed. I have a a wonderful family. When I look at my life, I have, um, you know, if there have been challenges, it, I'd have to go all the way back to my childhood where I had, um, I did have an alcoholic father. Um, fortunately, I, and it, there's a fortunate piece to it. He was not, uh, there was not anything that was violent or, or a situation like that, but it was difficult to connect with him. So I had to determine whether I was going to blame my parents or I was going to take, take, uh, I was going to really take charge of my own life. And so I decided the latter. I remember I read a book and the book is called Your Boss is Not Your Mother. I can't remember who wrote it, but I thought the premise was awesome. And we do that in life. We have a tendency to go into our first job. And if when the boss walks in and says something, and especially if it is a, a challenge or if it's maybe it's an attack, what we're going to do is we're probably going to react to them like we would if they were our parents. That's not good. Because my way of reacting to my dad was he'd walk in, he'd say, 
if he were to say the sky is purple psychedelic with green polka dots, I would say, yes, it is, dad. Because I never want to talk to him. I just didn't want to have a conversation. I didn't want to argue with him. So that's not good with a boss. If the boss walks in and they say something that, that is inherently wrong, you need to find a way to communicate, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Boss, that's not really the case. We need to look at it this way. So your, your boss, my your boss is not your mother, really was the first entree into understanding that I need to take charge of me and respond to life naturally as I would, not as I would think I would with my parents. So that's the, that I think was a challenge. Personally, once I got past that, I became a manager in the hospitality business. I was, um, I was the director of a housekeeping department and housekeeping typically has 130 in most on average, over a hundred people and a medium sized hotel. And I'm thinking a hotel, 500 rooms or larger. When you have that number of staff members, here's what I learned. You are not going to tell them what to do. No way. You are there to train them. You are there to make sure they have the supplies. You're there to hold people accountable if they need to be held accountable, right? So if somebody's not doing their job and it's hurting someone else, you need to make sure that person's doing their job. My job was not to tell them what to do. They knew what to do. I learned that early on in my career. And once you start to empower your staff, it is it is a much more effective way to manage that staff. So then when it came to business, my biggest challenge, quite frankly, outside of the management piece that I learned when I was younger, the in business, we want to do everything, right? I started this company five years ago. I sat in my basement. I came up with the logo. I did all the color schemes. I decided how I was going to market. I did it and I, and I self-financed it at all. At a certain point, you have to find out and everybody's heard this, you get to a point where you can't do everything. I'm starting to get to the feeling that I can't do sales very well either. I'm very good at communicating, but the day-to-day -day piece of sales is not my bailiwick. I shouldn't try to focus on that. So now we're looking at getting investment dollars to really grow and bring in some other people to do those things that I'm just not good at. I need to focus on my lane where I'm really good and bring in people and leverage those folks. And I'll tell you something else I'm not good at is accounting. So I'm offloading, I'm offloading that as well. So that was the, the big thing in business. Outside of that, I have, there's a book, um, another book I'm going to give you. I recommend, oh, they're all following. <laughs> another book that I recommend is this book called, let me see if I can get this in here. Here we go. Well, go that way. Yeah. <laughs> Strengths Finders. Strengths Finders 2.0. So this is, um, it's really not a book as much as it is a, um, I'm going to call it a personality profile. That's probably not the right word. What they do here is you go online, you take a test and they'll tell you what your five most, what your five top strengths are. Well, my number one is communication. Number two is context. Number three is individualization. And there's more, but what it does is it helps you zero in on who you are and plug into the positions that will help you be the best version of you. Give you an example. NBA players, pretty good at basketball, right? They don't play baseball. They play basketball. And the reason they're only playing basketball is because that's what they're really good at. And they're always working on getting better at what they're good at. So what I would encourage all of you to do is I, I'd look for this book. I think it's fantastic. You can grab it right online. Take it. If you're trying to figure out if you're struggling at all in your space, at your job, at your if you own your own business, what are you really good at? 
find out what those things are and then focus on them and you'll find you'll be a lot more successful. I love it. Now, Mark, what is your why that keeps you going? So uh, my why is, so our tagline or or what um, uh, our tagline at ePresence is we provide excellence in social media. Early on, we started off with another mission and it was to enable our stakeholders to achieve their dreams through excellence and personal branding. It was too big. We shortened it. The reason it is what it is, is because you'll see the word stakeholders. What I wanted to do is help people that work for us achieve more of their dream and help our clients achieve their dream by doing something for our clients that they necessarily want to do. So providing great value to them, but more importantly, helping people that work for us have a great place to work, have colleagues that they enjoy working with, hopefully, and providing them opportunities that they couldn't see otherwise. And so at ePresence, we all work from home. We did this before the pandemic. We'll continue after the pandemic. There's a lot of people that join our team that say, I am talented. I got a lot to do, but I got to be at home. Can't leave. I got to work at home for whatever reason. I have an ill parent and I can't leave their side. So I need to stay at home. Great. They can come work with us. We can find something for them to do so they can earn some income and still be able to achieve their personal mission. So that's the part that that's the why we do what we do. Help people find an income and help people that need to be on social have a way to get on social. I love it. Very inspiring. Now, was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to think with the room. You know, um, so I have three kids. And one of the things that we do, and I think we're, t- and we, I don't know, I felt like this. This is maybe not true for everybody. Is we feel like you have to be a parent one way and you need to be a boss another way and you have to be a friend another way. And you kind of get my gist, right? That we're all these different, we're a chameleon. We got to be a parent. We got to, we got to be that parent. Now we got to be a boss and we got to change. We got to be a boss. One thing that is a through pull that you can see as a, a, as a common theme, wherever you are with anyone, any person, anywhere is people want to be treated with respect. They want to, they want you to value their who they are, not necessarily their opinion. They want you to value who they are and they want you to show them love, right? We all thrive on love. So how do you do that? Now, yeah, I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not going to treat somebody that works with me the same way I treat my wife, right? Totally different thing. However, I need to treat both with respect. I need to honor them. I need to tell them that they are they are great at what they're good at, but I also have to tell them, you're not so good at this, right? This isn't something that you're great at. So let's either A, not do it, help you get better at it, or change your responsibilities, or God forbid, leave this job and go get another one. And I, I have fired many people over the years and, um, and it is not pleasant, but I always go into those situations with a clear understanding because I've been fair. I've been honest. I have counseled them. And in those situations, I'll walk in and I'll say to those folks, listen, I'm doing you a favor. This is not the right position for you. We don't have the right position for you in the company. So why don't you go find something where you'll be better off? And I am, and I always, I 100%, if I don't feel like I'm doing them a favor, then that's not the best, that I'm not doing the right thing. So 
the point is, is the one thing I think that is the most important thing is treat everybody you come in contact with respect. It doesn't mean that you have to not hold them accountable because if you're not holding somebody accountable, let's be honest, you're not being respectful, right? Gigi, if you're doing something that I, I think is really going to hurt you, I should tell you. That's me respecting you. You may not want to hear it, right? You may think, all right, I, this is this is not what I want to hear. I don't want to hear I'm not good at this. But if I am honestly treating you with respect, I should do that. And I should do it in a kind-hearted but honest way and help you do better. And, and I would like for you to do the same thing for me. And I constantly ask my staff, what can I do better? What have I not done well? And some of the time with some of my, my team, I have to say, I really, really want your feedback. And and I will constantly adjust the way I communicate to make sure that they know I'm looking for them to be successful in their space, even if I may not be communicating that well. So always come back, always be willing to say you're sorry. I do think that there's ways to say you're sorry. So sometimes if you're if you are um, if you're late for a uh, say you're late sending an email, don't say sorry I'm late with this email. I'd rather you say thank you for your patience. I got delayed, right? That is one of those things that sorry then that situation is not good, but if I was supposed to empty the dishwasher and I didn't, I'm going to tell my wife I'm sorry. <laughs> right? So <laughs> Be willing to say those things when you've not met your own goal. You know you've dropped, you've failed for those other people. Be willing to say that out loud. I love it. That's a lot. You, did you know I'm so sorry? I need to shut up. I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, go right ahead. I, I love it. It's very valuable information cool. that the audience needs to hear. And, it, and it's honest and it's upfront. So I love it. And also, too, I, I highly agree with you that respect truly matters. So thank you. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? So to walk with purpose, you do need to have a personal mission, right? So you have to determine what do you want to do? What's important to you? I when I many, many years ago, I, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew my goal was to achieve certain things. And so I wrote those down and I worked towards those, towards that goal. You know, one of my mission, one of the things I really want to do is I wanted to be a good father. And so what does that mean to be a good dad? So that is having purpose. Understand where you want to go so that because being a father was important when my job ask me to do something that was not really necessary, but would take me away from my family, I made a decision to spend time with my family versus doing those things at work when, again, it wasn't going to hurt me, It, but my mission was different. So make sure that you are looking at where you're going and understand how you're going to get there. You also need to make sure that you are spiritually connected to the things that are important and, under, and understand those things. So for me, I am a Christian. I look at my values and the way my values are informed by my Christian faith. And that also helps inform the direction and my mission, which long-term will also do the same thing for you. I love it. I know where you're going. Very powerful. Now, Mark, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. I appreciate you. Now, where can the audience find you? So I am easy to find. I have a universal social media handle. It's ePresenceMG, right? That's my social media handle. Or you can find my company at ePresence.me, ePresence.me 
because it's all about you. ePresence.me. If you're looking for our social media handle, just like my handle is ePresence, M for Mark, G for Galvin. Our company social media handle everywhere is ePresence, M-E. No dot for our social media handles. And that's true for Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, you name it. Instagram, you can track us down all those folks. I would love to have an opportunity to connect with any of you anytime. Reach out to us. If there's any way we can help you at uh, just simple things, maybe some feedback. You got a LinkedIn profile. We do webinars from time to time that'll help people clean up their LinkedIn profile. I think we may have something that can help you get past some of the pitfalls that maybe digital marketing may be throwing at you. Because I'm going to tell you what, it's complicated. It takes a lot of time. We can help you out with that. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Mark at epresence.me. And Mark, thank you again. You have a blessed day. Thank you, Gigi. We'll see you next time. Yes, sir.